That's my that's my that's oh, my brother. There. That's my brother. <laughs> good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to another edition of the Brothers of Legacy. I'm your host, A.B. Walker, the Pusha the Grower, the Motivator. To my left, right is my man Kaneem Curvey, aka Raekwon. Protect your neck. Protect, Protect your, your neck. neck. <laughs> Wu Tang forever. And uh, down below, Mr. Larry, work it out. Kill you in the workouts. Banks. <laughs> so, oh, um, we're gonna have a great broadcast today. We are talking about financial trauma, financial trauma. And of course, we are not the experts. So I have an expert, the financial uh, guru, I'm calling him, the financial guru, uh, <laughs> Mr. Earl T. Murray. I'm going to have him come through. Um, we're going to drop this intro real quick. We got a couple of uh, news stories I wanted to bust out. Uh, having a computer moment where you can't find something, but we're going to get started. All right. And um, Kaneem, Wanted to share something as well. So I'm going to let him share right after this intro. Yes. And then we're going to move on with reality. We're going to move on with reality. <laughs> What's really going down? See, there you go. Just soliloquy. Just, just get to the intro. Get to the trying to share the text my bad me and this texting i had a hectic morning uh come on there we go all right so um first thing i just wanted to kind of mention i was going through some news stories and this uh hopefully this is gonna get too deep or hit home too hard i was looking at um about how <laughs> why does it seem like sometimes a lot of like almost i guess the diseases or issues are more in the black community than anywhere else. So I was looking at now is uh, Alzheimer's is increasingly becoming a uh, black issue. But I think the problem is it's not being diagnosed. You know, you know, we kind of write just I think as just people, you write stuff. Well, ah, I feel like my dad is just forgetting stuff lately. I don't think it's anything big. <laughs> you know, like it's just it's not big until it's like they forget your name. Um and forget how to get home or, you know, like until it's really progressed, you know, we just write it off as being old, you know? Um, and so I was just reading a story just about how Alzheimer's, you know, and, and doctors are writing it off like, eh, they're fine. You know, they're not really doing the test um, for our people. Like we, what like we should be pushing for, like, you know, just do a test or take a test. So I was just reading that article. I don't know if any guys have experienced my aunt. She passed away of Alzheimer's as well. She had it. Um, like a dementia. And it was, it was rough because I hadn't seen, you know, last time I seen her, she wasn't dealing with it to that level. Then to see her in the midst of it was like hard. Like I didn't even take my children around her. Cause I was like, I was worried about how far gone, you know, where it's just like stranger. Like she don't know, she don't know even where she's at. Just I'm here, but I don't know what's going on, you know? Um, so I don't know if you guys ever experienced that. I just wanted to kind of mention that you guys had any personal experience 
with uh, loved ones. What's up, Jeff, oh, Lisa, oh yeah. Mama Corey? Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, my first experience with it was with my grandma uh, um, having the the Alzheimer's, and it was just weird. Like it, it, it was to the point where at first she was like, yeah, she was, uh, you know, take she would get lost. Like you said, like cops had to bring her home to the point where we had to put a, a double lock on the um, on the apartment door so she couldn't get out, and we all had to have keys wow. to right. get it right. out, right? Um, right. And I mean, from that experience, we learned how to deal with a person with Alzheimer's or even dementia. They kind of they, they kind of go hand in hand. The dementia and the Alzheimer's, like the way the person is is zapped. I, I use the word zapped. Sorry, guys, don't get offended, but um that it's pretty much they're not there anymore right and thing is they're they're physically there so you still have your love on with you um but then we learned my brother and i we, we discovered that like all the women on our mom's side it would just every single one of them we watched it progress and it was like wow so this thing like is right yeah it was like, it was like okay we noticed it's the women but it could probably hit one of the dudes at some point right so let's let's up our vitamin B intake, <laughs> you know, we right. the ballot. But uh, but then right. we you know we we meet our our biological father. We seen that he had dementia. He was on the early stages of dementia, and it was like wow, this is the same thing. And, and and our younger brother was new to the experience, and he didn't know how to deal with somebody like that. So again, it's, it's in fact they're they're still able to physically talk. So just talk to them, whatever right. they may talk to you in circles. Just do it right. we'll go, for, go for the trip, and every time they take you back to the beginning, I like it's the first time you met them again, and, and, right. and you right. be going. Um, but like, so, so if you remember, um, a while back, there's on Bruce Willis, right? Yes, and, yeah, he and, is. And if yeah. you've seen the video they had, I think it was like a birthday they was having for him. You can see wow. that he, you see he physically there, but if you look him in the eyes, you don't know yeah, what's going on. It's not wow. even there. Right. So, right. It, but, but yeah, you, you don't hear about it until you actually experience a loved one. Right. Them. So just, so just check with your doctor. Like if you, if you feel it or family members are feeling it, just kind of have the discussion with your doctor yeah. um, about it. Um, yeah. can you my, my, brother, anything? My, well, my brother and I, we, we, or, or what I jokingly say to my wife, like, all right, your day's a number with me. At some point I'm going to oh. get my, the magnet going to hit the brain and I'll be zapped. <laughs> And she like stop saying that. I was like, yeah, hey, stop saying that. <laughs> I'm just preparing yeah, that's, for the that's worst. Oh, yeah. Neem, have you had that experience or? No, nah, not personally, man. No, nah, not 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 where I had to deal with it um, uh, frequently. Uh, my my uh, my aunt, her 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 ex husband, uh, his dad had dementia and. Uh, so I, I I went through it maybe a couple of times with with him. We'd be in the middle of a conversation, and I introduced myself and this, that, and third. And then the next thing you know, yeah. he didn't know exactly what we was talking about. I mean, we just got through talking about it. You know what I'm saying? And and to watch him, uh, oh oh he. Uh -oh. That was wild right there. That was wild. Like, wait a minute, what's going on? He, oh, he froze man. up. Can you? He froze I, up. Can you? I, I thought he got zapped. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you said it like right in the middle. He just 
Exactly. What? Oh, man. <laughs> that was wild. That was wild. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but no, I, not 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 personally for a long period of time, but uh, extended family, they went right. through it. So that's how I got a, a little taste of it. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. I, it's getting on one time to pass too much. I know you wanted to share, share some news, and then we can get my brother Earl in here and talk about uh, financial trauma. Just give us the update. What's going down? Oh, you talking about in the uh, the news of Trump? Yeah, man. Y'all, y'all got to be very much aware of what's going on in the indictments of Donald Trump. Now we are uh, we we passed the seventy mark as far as how many charges he didn't got dealt with. Okay. Now, Fanny, our lovely DA in Fulton County, she is ready to drop the hammer on him. And that's gonna be another one. So that'll be four felonies. One, two. Now, two of them is two of them are federal. No, I'm sorry. Three federal, and it's gonna be one state. Now, they supposed to be trying to put a gag order on Trump this week because of the statements that he made. If you come after me, I come after you. So now, <laughs> hey, hey, now when they when they put this gag order on him. You know he ain't gonna be able to keep his mouth closed because he's campaigning. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So you know if it, if he's not reading off a teleprompter, he's gonna open his mouth and he's gonna say he's something. Not. So I suspect Trump. Mm-hmm. This is just me now. In the next, in the next thirty days, month now, thirty days. Oh, hey, Ooh, after, okay. After they put the oh, gag on now, they, they gotta put uh-huh. the gag on on that first. Okay, so it's got a gag right. order. Gotta be the gag or that's the only way violate it. We're gonna violate and go to jail. Okay. All right. Let me um I'm gonna bring Mr. Earl in. I don't know where his political stances and no disrespect, that's it, that's Mr. Earl. If yeah. it is uh pro-Trump, you know, we still respect you, we still want to hear what you gotta say. And I apologize. I realize, you know, when it comes to politics, no, I mean, that, 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 that's, that's just my news break. Let, let Mr. Earl talk about what Mr. Mr. Earl, Earl do. Financial trauma. Um also, so good morning, Mr. Earl T. Murray, the third in the building. Good morning, the sir. The third, morning. the third. That's what I'm talking about. Three good morning, one brother. Ryan. How are you? I'm oh, pretty good, brother. Pretty good. Good, man. Looking good in that teal. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, sir, to the Brothers of Legacy. Welcome. Um, so my, my last news story was uh, the Mega Millions is at 1.5 billion dollars 1.5 billion dollars oh yes yes and i use that number as you know of course someone could win all of it and they'll probably get about um five hundred thousand after tax (laughs) after taxes but still good um but you know that's a good that's a good question though let me let me let's pause it right there now, Mister Mr. Earl. Yes, sir. Now, when you pay them taxes on that type of money, <laughs> do you do you get any type of return on the following year, or is that tax money just gone? Mm. Uh, that money is probably gone. You're just paying your fair share. Well, let me, let me also say this: it probably depends on your. Hopefully, when someone wins somebody, when that that type of money, they are um, hopefully they'll break out even. 
so that they don't owe anything. So, but yeah, that money is usually they they take that off the top. Any type of gambling winnings, I think when it's over five thousand dollars, they take okay. that money right away. The government wants their share, and they know if you don't, they don't know if they don't take it right then and there. You're gonna, they're not gonna get that money. They're not gonna get that money. Okay, okay. So, so, so that 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 tax money is you don't all the money that you gain from that, you don't pay taxes no more. On the okay. on your winnings, correct? Yeah, so you'll pay, federal, you'll pay the federal and state taxes. You know, you know they'll take that oh. off the top, and then okay. when you file the return, you'll see whatever else, um, whatever else may be due. Okay, all right. So, so my five hundred million dollars after I pay taxes is still gonna be mine. I ain't gotta pay no taxes next year on that oh. same money. No, yeah. So that five hundred may become somewhere around two fifty, you know, so, somewhere between two and three when it's all said and done. And then, but afterwards, you know, whatever you do with it, it'll work itself out. Gotcha. All right, my bad. Now, if you go and make that money to do something else, then that's a different right. scenario. Right. There you go. Okay. Let them know. Let them know. Okay. That money that, flip or double, you got to pay tax on that too. That's earned. Yeah. That's earned oh, income. Oh, I know earned, that one. On earned. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Earned gotcha. Um, okay. Yeah, right. there you go. Okay. Oh, says you can invest it. Yeah, you'll pay tax on any earnings. So, mm-hmm. um, after that twelve hundred. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> so we got Mr. Earl T. Murray in the building. Uh, I have now called him the financial guru. If you don't know, today is. Uh, Financial Tuesday. This is our time to talk about money and what's going on and how to be more financially astute with the with the funds that you got coming in. Um, this term financial trauma came to me. I, I I saw it on Twitter and someone just asked a question. Have you heard of financial trauma? You know, they gave no definition. So I started Googling like financial trauma. <laughs> But it began to make sense. Then my brother Larry hit me up. I put it in the group. He's like, I know someone that can talk about this. Um, so I'm like, yes, get, to, get an expert in here. So we're not just being Google experts <laughs> on this platform. It's <laughs> just sharing, sharing what we just see on Google, you know. Um, so I want him to kind of discuss it. And so I want him to introduce himself, Earl T. Murray, um, explain your background so they understand that you're not just, you're not just playing a financial guru online. <laughs> right. <laughs> sure. uh, so good morning, brothers. Um, my name is Earl, Earl T. Murray III. I've uh, been in the financial space, both personal and business finances for, for over 10 years now. Um, I consult and advise business owners on how to make, manage, and multiply their money uh, and do that in a dual manner. The first one is through my company, which is called the Entrepreneur's Accountants where we provide accounting, tax, and business consulting services to to business owners. And then I coach business owners through major life transitions and help them be able to profit from their pains and their pivots. And it's when when I'm in that coaching space is when we're dealing with a lot of people in this financial trauma space. Financial trauma well, I'm gonna give you some some background, some some education um, as well. Have a have a bachelor's in, in accounting, and I have a master's in master's in financial planning and law, which deals with the biblical, practical, and legal aspects of finance. So, um, so well versed in this space, 
I've coached anywhere from crackheads and I've coached um, people who are multiple same figures. Um, that's, and, and, and that's, that's real. It's, it's how we yeah. had to do it. So, um, I, I think what, what's important about financial trauma as we talk, um, go into this topic, many, most Americans or most people have experienced some type of financial trauma in, in your life. If you have, um, when, when it's time to examine financial trauma, you look at what are some of the patterns and behaviors that many individuals have gone through in, in their series of life. So if I, if I lived in a situation, I could have lived in a single family home or a single parent home, and we were always strapped for cash. And so because we were strapped for cash, then that means that uh, I no longer want to live in that. I, I, I want to see the better... I want to see the better side of things. And so when you, you have two options, you can look you can look at a way where um, I see something that's flashy and I want to go out there and get it. That's the, that's, that's the fast money. Or I can go out there and, and do it, take it the slow way and find an easy route to be, and find a more meaningful way to be able to go out there and get it. We'll find that in many of our urban communities, that's what has happened to many of our young brothers and sisters they had the they wanted to go out there and get get fast money and they resulted to to uh to to a number of things that's easy something that's financial trauma you know you'll go to you can easily go into a a college setting and you know the one thing that they throw into many 17 18 year olds is student loans it's the first thing that that, that you're given and so now you're dealing with the financial trauma on how do i how am I able to pay this student loan debt? Right. right. At some point of your life, you may become unemployed or you have a medical condition. What what happens when you face those type of situations? It's the 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 mindset on how you have adjusted to as you're facing these life transitions. So financial trauma is something that is very, very common and that, that we'll all face. But it's how we cope and how we can um, pivot. When we go through those um, situations, so, so um, would you say it's like a it's having a trying to have a healthy relationship with money um, to to elude like the financial trauma? Because I think um, if you're constantly like struggling, if you've struggled throughout life, right, or grew up in a household that struggled and holding on to money, you know, when you become an adult, you have a hard time investing because you don't want to lose any money or um, like we talked about yesterday, me and you, uh, before the show, um, about athletes that get a large sum of money and they burn through it fast because they feel like, you know, I've grew up in households that got thousands of dollars and they just burn through it because it doesn't last. So you got to quickly do something with it <laughs> before it just goes away. Like in your mind, you're thinking it's going to go away anyway. I might as well burn it <laughs> where I want it to go, you know, like, um, and so how do you, with that? How do you change your mindset about your relationship with money? How should you, how should you look at money? Because I mm -hmm. think a lot of us, include, including me, um, you know, I've I've held back on, on obviously obvious pretty good investments because I'm like, ah, I don't want to lose that. You know, my fear of losing, you know, losing that money outweighed the possibilities. Um, so how do we have a healthier, 
a healthy relationship with money. And, you know, you guys, of course, can jump in, Larry and uh, Kaneem, you know, how you feel about your relationship with money and how you see other other people just not un- like, why do they just burn through money like that? <laughs> what is it like? You get money, it's burning a hole in your pocket. <laughs> just got to, I got to spend it. I got to spend it. You know, oh, someone's going to take it. Bro, so, I was looking I, at, I was, oh no, go ahead, Mr. Burrow. Go ahead, Mr. Earl. Yeah, so, so the one thing you want to look at, I think, as as human beings, first, are you naturally a spender or a saver? Now, mm-hmm. both people you need um in, in life, and it's completely okay. I tell people off the top, I am a natural spender. Sometimes that can drive my wife crazy, but <laughs> but she she's you know but it helps to bring balance in terms of the things that we want to be able to do you have you have to know are you a are you more are you a risk taker or are you more conservative with as, as it relates to money um right. what is your 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 attitudes and feelings about money and as it tends to poor people or wealthy people or mm-hmm. you know because i i'm a firm believer that your act your words have power so so right. so that's one thing. Um, but to 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 get back to what, what you were saying, I think it's important that for anyone at any income level, the importance of being able to have a a like a financial team. And we're not you know, it doesn't matter if you have a little bit of money or if you have, you know, mi- millions of dollars, at right. least pay the investment to be able to speak to someone that they can be able to guide you um, in terms of being able to make financial decisions. Because as you grow in income, your your conversations are different. You know, the, the conversations that you were having at 30 and 40, 50,000 dollars or when you were a college student are different when, when you're dealing with um, when when you're dealing with, you know, 100, 200,000 to 500,000 to a million. Those conversations are different. And so making sure that you have the right team in place that can be able to assist you with your long term goals. Um, the the those individuals uh many of them they spend they spend they spend because overnight they've gone from zero to multi-millions of dollars and no one in their family has ever lived that kind of life either so you have everyone who've probably made less than a hundred thousand dollars and they now have this liquid this access to all of these funds Right. It's a very scary situation to be in. Right. Uh, and, and so just because your your mom, uh, she puts stuff in a shoebox doesn't mean that you can't put these type of millions of dollars into a shoebox because, you know, that, that that's a lot of shoeboxes to fill. <laughs> right, right, right. So right. so the, the reality is, is that having the conversations with people, knowing what is it that I need to do. So most people, most people, we don't even have financial goals on what we want to do with the money that, that we want to bring in. Right. What is it, you know, if I know that, um, I want to own a home or I want to have a brick and mortar business, I want to have these different things. I have some money targets to be, um, and so some of the, the challenges that we see is that most people don't they can't put a they can't put a purpose to their money and that's why it goes all all over the place oh that's good that's good were you, were you about chickening or her you got, Larry, go ahead. 
you got to be all over the place now. I was a couple of things I wanted to, to touch on, but I'm, I'm going to try to work my way backwards here. Right now, the when it comes to setting a purpose for your money, right? Let's say, yeah, uh, and with, with that financial goal, you set the goal, but it's like, I don't know how to make the mark. And that, that's that's always been one of, one of my issues. Like, I'm like, all right, I'm trying, this is the goal here. <laughs> And, they, and then I, I see, you know, I see like these news stories where these people's like, yeah, I paid all my debt off um, doing this and, and followed a rigorous plan. But like, it's always been like, how, how do you even get started? Like, where do you, where do you pinch? Where do you, uh... I'll just put it out there. I'm not one of the savers. And I think I'm <laughs> I drive Mrs. Banks crazy. Um, <laughs> said you're not a save, okay, right? Oh, but uh, but 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 at the same time, was so that but, but also the bit so that I, the question was a how for that, but the other thing was right, I I, I was I wasn't that 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 um um household growing up, you know, and you know, like hey, like even when it even came down to hey, can I get uh like everybody, like everybody in my high school, like my my senior year, had on these certain pair of Jordans, right? <laughs> oh, not I had the Jordans, I, but I got the Nord, I got the Nordens, you know. The Nord- it, you know, you can't be a senior <laughs> in high school and still not being able to rock, you know. So fast, fast forward, fast forward, right? Uh, right. I was, and I'm about to touch on two things here. It was, you know, and I, when I finally got into the the J gang, right, the Jordan gang, getting them, it was because I was like, you know what, I spent all these years with the money trying to take care of the household, doing this at a third. I never took care of myself. Now, is that a problem taking care of myself? Mm. You know, okay, uh, okay. But then, but at the same time, you know, I, I have a friend who he uses this phrase, and just off our trip last week, I met this guy, this couple, and. He actually said the exact same phrase, and I don't like it. You ready for it? Are y'all sitting down? It's, it's, it's only money. <laughs> uh, if I was already only money, if I was already financially traumatized. That doesn't send me back into the clinic with the straight with the jacket that buttons up in the back because now I'm messed up. I don't know what. <laughs> All right. Before you jump in, before you jump in, Earl. Um. I'm gonna let Kaneem. He was about to share something, and then I want to ask: Is he a spender or a saver? Sure. And I think I'll, I guess I'll share as well. No, no, man. I mean, I think naturally, I'm a spender. Okay, but consciously, I save. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm real conscious about because I've been like the last few few uh, weeks. I've been like looking at these old school cars. Like, do I want to drop twenty grand on this car for it to for it to sit up in my driveway six days a week? Because I'm only gonna drive it maybe once, once or twice. I'm like, eh, I can I can spend that twenty grand and see if I can make that twenty grand into another twenty. You know what I'm saying? Let me see if I can flip this twenty instead of right. just look, okay. looking out the window. I'll see my twenty grand out there looking so good. <laughs> it was like, so I was like, nah. I wait on that car, but yeah, I, I think I think I'm um I think I'm consciously a saver, man. And my wife get on me about that all the time, like like Larry talking about it's just money. 
I was like, okay, well, it's just money until you ain't got none. So when you ain't, when you ain't got one, when you, when you ain't got no money. Yes. Yes. It's more than yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. When you ain't got no money, it's a whole different story. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, go ahead. So Larry, your buddy who you met last week, it's just money. He got a whole lot of it. That's why he can make that statement. You know what I'm saying? Well, he, he he ain't like me. You know what I mean? He definitely ain't like me. So I, I you'll never hear me utter those words, at least not sincerely. You feel what I'm talking about? It'll always be a joke if I'm saying, oh, it's just money. I better be laughing right after that. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah. Nice. All right, Earl. Is it just money, Earl? Is it just money? No, especially when you don't have... I'm going to go with Kaneem's point. If you don't have it like that, you got to have... You, you got to have some things in place because, I mean, right. it, it's clear that that person is in a different place, season, and life. But, you know, for, for, for most of us, it's like, we got to go out here and and make these dollars work for them. For, for yes. Thank um, you. And, and so we have to, um, we, we have to be able to get, get those things in order. What's up, Chris? He said, I've been living in a cashless society ever since I got married 36 years ago. <laughs> Shout out to Chris. What's up, man? Good morning. Oh man, Jeff said those words never cross my lips. <laughs> yeah, exactly, Jeff. My man, Jeff. Yeah, and, 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 yeah. I do. I do have to add that this guy, he started. You know, this young guy started a, a, a ice cream business, uh, a boat in the middle of the water, and between the months of uh, uh, May through August, he he, he nets three hundred. Okay. So he became wow. for the rest of the year. Just so, money. Yeah. Well, he says, oh, so Just like you said, he was he's definitely in a different echelon. But so oh, yeah. this, this is this is this is this is this is the other question I have here. Why does it seem like Christians are the ones? Uh -oh. that, you know what I'm getting at? Uh oh like, yeah. It's like 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 you ready? I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do, and my bank ain't banking. You you ready for the answer? Uh, uh -oh. Give it to him, Earl. Give it to him, Earl. Because you've been given bad doctrine. Ooh. Oh, oh, oh! Right. Hold on, hold on. Somebody open the Bible up and get to a verse and spin it out. <laughs> it right. gotta be. It gotta be a verse out the Bible that's gonna back that up. Yeah, it's about two thousand, uh, two thousand three hundred and sixty of them. Mm -hmm. um, so nice. money, business, and finance um, is is the number one topic that's taught in the Bible, and and what, what most people don't know. After you get saved and all and all that good stuff, God wants you to go out there and be um, to be productive into the world. And so it's it's not about you know being being money hungry, but you have to be able to fulfill your kingdom assignment. And so if you, and so if you are, um, so and if you're living within that, then you can be able to do it. But yeah, it's it's bad. It's bad doctrine. Most most people came from a place of poverty. So so if if you came from a place of poverty, then you want to preach poverty. Mm. Okay. Okay. Wow. Because mm -hmm. you don't know how to be prosperous. I, yeah. I, I, get, I get that. I get that. 
That's why I, I man, I, I I try to surround myself with folks who are financially stable and who are trying to get it. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it, it's, it, I had to get out of that circle of folks who had less than and didn't see that they could have more. Because if, if 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 you don't have vision to get more, then we stuck in the same place. You know what I'm saying? Right. So. Mm-hmm. I just I, I I try well when it comes to finances, you know, I laugh and joke. I we'll play cards and we might have a drink together or something like that, but that's social. You know what I'm saying? But I, I try to keep that social to a minimum if you're not trying to get more. Because while we being social, you still got that, oh, you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't do this. I'm like, yeah, you ain't gonna never have nothing because you got that I can't matter mentality. You know what I'm saying? I'm 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 the opposite spectrum of that. Cause I'm trying to get it all. I'm I'm trying to put a crown on my head. You know what I'm saying? Right. But anyway, moving <laughs> right along. <laughs> oh, so okay, so we we talk about um in our churches or whatever, changing that that mindset. What what would you say is one of the um preconceived notions you know when it comes to money that keeps us i guess in a in a poverty mindset right um and and i'm gonna i'm gonna defend my man that was on vacation with well not with larry but in the same space um where it's only money i think when it comes to taking a chance or investing you know do you think we have when it comes to saving can it be an unhealthy relationship saving like now i gotta save everything you know, like I'm, I don't know. I think I'm in between. Like I don't really spend like that. Um, I'm not. I don't know if I'm a big saver. Like I'm a spender on on things I see as far as like uh, new gadgets or electronics or things that help the broadcast. Like, oh, that might work. <laughs> oh, that might work. You know, like, you know, like something new or fresh. You know, like I'm a tech maybe spender, but um, I'm kind of like Kaneem thinking like, do I really need? pay that much <laughs> for this thing you know oh but, let, but, me, let me ask you this let me, let me ask you this yeah. ad the yeah. money that you spend let's say let's say frivolously frivolously yes frivolously yes the money that you spend would you say is more than 200 dollars a month no less than <laughs> less than frivolous yeah less than. i'm talking <laughs> when i say when i say frivolous i mean you could I guess I, I would have like to I could, define define frivolous. I mean, like, I, I could do something better with this money than than to spend it on this thing. Yeah, <laughs> that, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I know, I know me. I'm, I'm like, I, I probably frivolously spend about yeah. two hundred dollars a month. Okay, but I will say this: I also save two hundred dollars a month. Right. You feel what I'm saying? I so I, if, if if I'm just out here spending recklessly, I need to save intentionally. Yeah, on, on my end, you know what I'm saying. Right, right, right. So that's right. how that's how I look at it. Now I don't save as much every month. It ain't the same, <laughs> but as long as I see that savings keep growing, it might only grow a hundred dollars. It might only grow fifty dollars, but it's growing. You feel what I'm saying? Right, right. Um, he said preaching poverty. Uh, how do you? Transcend to preaching absolute abundance. 
I don't know. Sure. So um, I think I'll be able to answer that. I, I think um, so in Third uh, uh, John 2, one should be prosperous in all ways. And so yeah. being prosperous, it, it is more than just financial health, but, you know, your physical health, mental health. Because if you think about it, if you are if, if your physical and your mental health is off, that has a financial impact as well. So it's about having mm-hmm. a balance in all parts of your life, especially um, as, mm-hmm. as men being husbands and fathers and uh, all those other things you have all of those different responsibilities that you have to be able to balance. And so, um, and, and so being able to, to, to have those things, have those things in check, um, going to the doctors. Yes. That is something that's small, but it's those things that are, that if you don't deal with them that small, it can ricochet into build that is, that is something that is different. Um, So looking at all aspects of your life, in terms of you know where do you want um, prosperity and abundance, and every year we should be able to grow um, to more and more to to those respective goals. Yeah, I agree. Now, um, so I got a doctor's appointment today. Now that you didn't brought that up. Now, um, Ad, yes, sir. When 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 last time you had a physical, my brother? Uh, last month. Great. That's what yes. I'm talking about. I'm, 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 I'm dropping on top of this thing. I, I be yeah, I be a little concerned sometimes. I be a little concerned oh. sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. Hey, I take care of myself. Well, you you need to. You need to. I, <laughs> I, I, I'm a firm believer in that now because of, uh, all the stuff that I went through. So I'm just That's I'm just trying to preach that to those like hey. Yeah, if you ain't, if you don't know your body, you need to start right. knowing your body. You know what I'm saying? 100%. 100%. All them little clues and tips and aches and pains, go right. figure that out. Go go have somebody evaluate you, and and get them blood tests, get them labs. Because yeah. I mean, you, you might not feel it, but it might be something going on in your body that 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 you need to address. Oh, and right. it's best to know early than to know late. You know what I'm saying? True indeed. See that, right. last, see that last line again. It's best to know early than no late. Make sure you guys hear that. True, indeed. Yeah. That's, that's that's a health moment right there with Kaneem. Appreciate you, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Anyway, back to, to back to brother, back to brother Earl. Tell it, brother Earl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so hold on. Uh, so Chris, Chris had a good good question, and and I love to hear Earl's uh, take on this. So what's the best financial advice you? ever received what's the best financial advice you've ever received stay in your lane and work it well um mm. and and so i believe that when when, when you walk in the purpose and what, what, what god has for your life it allows you it that, that's where your money is so for you know for for some people it could be like larry was weren't you an athlete um larry so fitness fitness is not new to him right right and so it's just how do you monetize it or how do you mm. grow and scale and and, and and make it it's really standing in your lane i've done teaching for for a number of years so and i always find myself doing you know some type of teaching somewhere walk walking to walking through that space and I believe that, you know, m- many people um, 
if you got the gift of gab, many people have been told to shut up, but really they're <laughs> they're great communicators. Right. right. And right. and because you're a great communicator, you know, and or you know how to um connect people together, build build communities, do do all those other things, that you can get paid off of it. And we live in a space today where people make hundreds of thousands of millions of dollars just being able to do that. And I believe that if you walk in your God given assignment, that that's that that's where your money is. So staying in knowing your first you gotta know your lane and then stay in it, cultivate it, work it. And and I think that's that's where your money is. Nice. Nice. That's good. That's good. Jeff says I have a certain amount um, I need in savings to feel comfortable. Uh, I'm right there with you. Right there with you, Jeff. When that that number decrease, I I, I shut everything down. Ain't no more pizza. Ain't no burgers. You know what I'm saying? ain't 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 no Chinese takeout. Uh uh-uh. yeah, yeah. Just get in that kitchen. Go in there and make your hot dog or something. We ain't doing that. Come on now, it's summer. <laughs> hey, so, hey, we ain't doing it. Right, that's it. It's good, but okay. Let's see. Richard says, uh, "So, what if you know your purposes, your passions isn't that good? But how do you know the purpose you're talking about? I guess knowing your lane." I think it's look, looking at desire. Okay. What's what's at the, the 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 core of the core of who you are, some of the things you like to do. Something sometimes you have to test some things out. Okay. Um, you know, test some things out, see see what you like, what you don't like. Um and 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 go from there. Yeah. 100%. Like I like listening to music, but I can't play it with the with the lick. Yeah, yeah, I feel you on that. I'm not. I don't play no instruments either. Right, right. right. Um, yeah, I, I, you, I'm, I agree with Earl, and I think um, just starting your journey, you know, start out because you you'll be surprised once you kind of put yourself out there what you'll discover. Like um. Well, Jeff just made a good point. He said, very good, Earl. He said, um, I was always in trouble in school for talking. When I got to be an adult, mm-hmm. I got into sales. You know, you realize, you know, how your talking can turn into an income. Um, he, said, he said, according to the book of Earl. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think just, just starting out on the journey, uh, it's, it's never, to me, I feel like it's never really a straight path, but you kind of figure out, especially if you've not worked in your purpose as a young kid. You know, mm-hmm. the best part, like when you're a singer as a young child, everybody already know. <laughs> like, oh, you can sing. Mm-hmm. I know. You know, you're that's that's kind of like the easy path in a sense. But outside of that, or athletics, um, you don't know, you know, how to find your. I'm about to say uniqueness. He said, "Listen to life." Little little plug. He said, "Listen to your life." following your unique path to extraordinary success. All so, right, all right, Karen. You know what, to, to, to add on to that, I think, you yeah. know, as as parents mm-hmm. is to identify what those things are in, in your children. I think, like, for for, for athletics, it's, it's pretty easy. Yeah. Um, singing, it may be easy, but and look, look into some other ways in terms of, you know, what are those things that you're cult- that's being cultivated w- w- within your children? 
Um, right. And then look at and but for most of us, when you have gone for you know you're for forty and over, you're like, what's the common denominator? What what are what are some things that has worked well or haven't worked well? Because sometimes right. your best stories come from the things that didn't go well. Mm. Um, and and so the, looking back at what what some of those things are is is really the the advantage of you being forty and over. You got skin in the game. Right. You can be able to you know teach and train or mentor other people to avoid some of those pitfalls that you went through. Right, and so. Those are some some of the things. I mean, it's it's people out here. They make money coaching people how to navigate through a divorce, how to make a you know making relationships work, and you know, it's. I think it's it's money to be made. It's having the confidence to believe that you can go out there and do it. Right, right. I think that's a big one right there. Just having the confidence. Um, having that confidence. Cause I, you know, and and wouldn't that go like, so going back to the financial trauma, um, wouldn't there be a fear of investing? You know, yeah, a fear, fear of, of getting into fear of new investing, things, fear of investing, fear of success. Um, yeah, fear really? of success. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you, okay, so and let me throw this out to my, my brothers. Have you guys? Cause I know Kaneem, he's done a lot of uh entrepreneurial uh launches and uh <laughs> I've had a different yeah. several different relationships. Drive the one now. <laughs> have you know have 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 you guys ever missed out on something? Have you guys ever missed out because of hesitation? He said you look surprised, right? Yeah, okay, yeah. Oh, I have, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have. I have. I have. <laughs> I have okay. uh, a few times, man, a few times. I, I had an opportunity to get into this, uh, to invest in this apartment complex. It was uh, 40 units. Okay. And um, uh, the dude that was pitching it, I mean, he was he was cool, but we didn't have a relationship as right. far as, like, you know, a friendship. It was more of okay. a business opportunity. Okay. But... Um, he ended up getting a uh, another investor, and I missed out on that. That that that, that would have been a real lucrative deal, but you know, I, I was hesitant when I should have just I sh I should have followed my gut. My gut was saying go for it, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> but 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 I was like, no, I'm not sure about that. And it wasn't even, it wasn't even a, well. I mean, it was money. I mean, uh, forty thousand dollars, but it wasn't ridiculous you know what i'm saying right 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 right. so i was like mm, i don't know but sure i might i might i might be a millionaire right now you know what i'm saying sure i know he's doing i know he's doing well you know i mean well we still yeah. not friends but we're acquaintances you know what i'm saying Quaint i know i get you yeah, and yeah, it, yeah. It, would you say that was probably the issue like like you knew him but you didn't know yeah. him. yeah 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 i got you i got yeah. you but yeah, so but but I was young then though. I was I was I was still in my thirties. You know what I'm saying? You. So I, that that's all that was. But you know, it's it, it is what it is. I I, I missed out on a few opportunities, man. I got you. 
that hesitancy. Um, and Earl, would you say that's part of the trauma sometimes? It's just uh, things that's happened in the past and you kind of pause, you know, on on taking that leap um, because, you know, things have gone wrong. Or you've seen or you've had family members because that's, you know, that's a big thing. I'm going to get into this and you got family members that's mm-hmm. barely invested anything tell you that's that's dangerous. <laughs> you know, someone just placing their trauma on you, you know, um, when it comes. But to I money. think that, you know, but you have to, you, I, I think you got to know in life and you, you got to, you're going to win some, you're going to lose some. I mean, that's, right. that's just right. a part of life. And right. I think, you know, I think sometimes we've been in, we have been trained, you know, and, and I'll say sometimes this is through education that you have to always win or it's, it's an always upward scale to life. And the reality is, is that life, come, you got to come back down, you know, just like the mm-hmm. stock market is going to, right. you know, it has to come back down. Housing prices, they go up and they come and they come down. Interest rates, they go up and they come, come back down. And I think if we, if you understand, but over time, things do get better. It's just about ride, riding it out, but making sure that you're, you're riding out on, on the right things. And it says some some businesses you get into, you know, it's not going to work out. But it was really for for the for the training ground that will lead you into the next thing. Right. That's good. That's you good. know, lessons learned. Um, I, I think many of us, you know, somewhere along the lines, of either we've done multi-level marketing or we have had a family member that that have done it. And it has helped, you know, you may not have done it for the long road, but there's some nuggets that you pick up that'll help you out into whatever the, the, the next thing that, that'll, um, that you'll want to do. Exactly. Uh, that's how I look at it, man. I'm always winning, whether, whether I win financially or whether I win with knowledge, I'm always winning. Indeed. Indeed. Um, he said, uh, let me get up some of these comments. Oh, Carolyn asked a question. She said, would you say <clears throat> it's important to do the work to overcome your trauma? Oh, you have to continue to do it. Um, and I think it's it's an ongoing thing. You have to, um, and, and you have to know that it comes in cycles. Because let's say you, you get over a hump and you start dealing with something else, you ha- you're going right. to be tested again to see if right. that trauma still exists. So I think that there's, there's new levels to to these different circumstances as you're as you're going up, but it becomes easier because you know you know what the triggers are. You know right. how to handle a certain circumstance because you you can reflect back to what you've overcome or what you've seen someone to overcome. Nice, nice. Okay, all right. So, how can we uh, connect with you? I got your website up. Um, let's sure. Uh, so you can connect with me um, at Et Murray I I I uh, um, Et Murray I I I on all social media platforms: Facebook, okay. Instagram, all that stuff. Um, the entrepreneursaccountants.com, which is my company, um, and that's accountants with an S. Um, <laughs> ah, so my bad. Feel, feel free, uh, feel free to connect with me there. Um and yeah, let's let's uh talk about how we can be able to um uh, to, to help you along with your journey. All right. So 
Um, we hope to have uh, Mr. Earl T. Murray back in the building uh, next week. Um, I want this, you know, to stay on this financial track every Tuesday. Tuesday will be Financial Tuesdays. We're going to talk about money uh, because it's important, right? Or not. One of the, mo- one of the it most nothing, important. It ain't nothing but money. Brothers, yeah. it's nothing yeah. but money. See, <laughs> can answer this real quick, Earl. Uh, I'm over here like, taking notes and trying to figure out what my lane is, right? So is there a difference between your lane and your passion? Mm. Okay. Okay. I think that all kind of go. Um, I think that they all kind of go together. Uh, I think if you if you if you have a passion that that's along along the line with within staying in your lane, yeah. All right, so I'm like I'm like writing some stuff down, you know, like all right, trying to figure out all right what 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 works best for Larry Banks. <laughs> you know, because like, like you know, you know, I I I love I love I love cooking, and every now and then okay. I don't get into these things where I want to I want to do a, a a a breakfast a breakfast truck, right? right? I want to get doing that, but then I talk I could talk the game, but I'm like, mm, I'm good, I'm good, but yeah. I'm gonna do it because I know I know Kanina Kanina drive all the way to my truck. I tell you what, you make it, you make it, you make it to Georgia. We can make that breakfast truck happen, long as you gonna operate it every day. You know what I'm saying? We can make that breakfast truck happen because I mean that's that's a little that's a niche. You know what I'm saying? That's a niche that ain't a lot of folks doing. So if you can make that breakfast truck work, you know what I'm saying? We can. We that's definitely a niche now. I mean, I see a lot of food trucks. And ain't nobody just specifically doing breakfast. You know what I'm saying? And people love breakfast all day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You throw some <laughs> eggs on that. <laughs> it's just a burger. Throw an egg on it. <laughs> it'll close at 12 o'clock. See, I was being lazy. That's how I'm going to get breakfast. Oh, yeah. As long as you up there and out there at 5 a.m., you got to be out there now. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can't you can't be waking up at five a.m. You got to be oh, out there. Yeah. Out there, five. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. You got to be out there at five. All this smoke in the workout. Just said how successful in the car business because it was fun to me. Fun for me. Thirty-four years playing in the sandbox. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. You. I feel you. All right. Um, so we appreciate you guys for being here, rocking with us another edition of the Brothers of Legacy. I want to thank Mr. E. T. Murray for coming through, hanging out with us on this. Hold on, hold on, hold on, AD. Hold on, AD. Hold on, slow down now. Yeah. It's E. T. Murray the third. You gotta say the whole thing like a top quiz. My bad. E. T. Murray the third. So yeah. Carolyn said ET money. Are we is is that is that a is that ET? <laughs> yeah, it's ET money. I, I kind of like that. I like that, that name. I didn't know if that, I could use hey, that. that. That's it. That's his brother's legacy tag name. There you go. ET <laughs> money. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so so we appreciate it for being here. You guys make sure you follow him on this. He's got a YouTube channel. He, he said what? On this National Pickleball Day. Oh, yeah. I almost forgot. It's National Pickleball Day, guys. 
It's Friday. Friday, I'm gonna come up. I'm gonna have some teams. I'm gonna have some names. Oh, I'm gonna like some players. Owners of some teams. We're gonna talk about it all. Pickleball. Yeah, yeah. I, I think y'all will do better with National Apple Pie Day. Y'all know about Apple <laughs> uh, but hey, but have your fun. Have your fun. If you're gonna pick a ball, do your pick a ball. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I do, man. <laughs> we, we look forward to seeing you guys uh tomorrow. Tomorrow's mental health Wednesday. Um and make sure if you are ready to 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 burn that fat, that COVID weight. Get with my man Larry Banks. We'll be working out at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Come on, hang out with us, Jeff. 2 a.m., 3 a.m. Um, so make sure you do that. So we appreciate you for being here. And just so y'all know, uh uh E.T. Murray the third. I got connected by Mr. Larry Banks. I just make sure I make those connections. These these uh brothers is bringing other brothers on. So I appreciate you guys for for being here and being a part for of sure. all that we do. Thank you guys for sharing. Sharing is caring. Uh, make sure you get out. Oh, come on, Jeff. He said, 1 a.m.? You barely going to sleep. Go on, get this workout, and then go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> go on, get the workout, then go to bed. So make sure you are. <laughs> he said, I'm trying to be. Uh, sir, no, sir. No, ma'am, no, sir. <laughs> no excuses. No excuses. Um, so make sure you uh, stay safe. Make good choices. Play some pickleball today. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> get get it on. in on this national pickleball day. Um, and oh, and and uh, E Earl, I gotta ask you. You don't have to answer, but on this platform, we having this discussion that uh, Kaneem brought up earlier in the show about Mr. Uh, DJT um, Donald J. Trump. Uh, jail or no jail? You ain't got to answer if you don't want to, bro. So he thinking. He thinking. Do I think it's going to take place? Yes. Is he going to jail? <laughs> Suspense. Suspense. He said I look yeah, that's, that's going to be an interesting one right there. Mm, he's on the fence. Okay. Interesting uh, he- one. Yeah, I, so the re- I, so I'm gonna go say no jail because oh, don't nobody want to hear the rest of that statement. Don't nobody want to hear the rest of that statement. Thank you, Thank you. Hold that to yourself, Earl. Hold that to yourself. Thank you. He didn't want to cut the chair to the head. He didn't want to cut the chair to the head. That's what that was. I gotta go, man. I gotta go. No, no jail. <laughs> you, gentlemen, you gentlemen enjoy the rest of y'all day. Bye, Earl. <laughs> <laughs> right, you got you to make sure you stay safe. Make good choices. 988, if you or someone you love is having a mental health crisis, make sure you dial 988. Very important. Um, you know, suicides are, are up and people are dealing with some serious depression. So make sure you check in on your people. Um, your brothers, your sisters, your uncles, your cousins, your nephews, your nieces, check on them as well. Um, 
And as we close, know that we love you. Jesus loves you better. Stay safe and always make good choices and play some pickleball. All right. (laughs) Peace out. (laughs) 